you straight from the horse's mouth where we cut the BS and give you the truth all about sports. Once again, hosted by Bryce Odin and featuring my dog Bryce Davis. What's good? Um, we are on the eve of a great couple of days for uh, me and Bryce, uh, like we've been telling you guys for the past couple months. The time is finally here. We are heading to Houston, Texas, the Astro World Fest. Um, we both got our wristbands. Uh, make sure you pack yours. Yep. Um, I think we're going to wear it, honestly. Yeah, I thought about that. But mine's in my bag now, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. But, dude, I'm geeked. Yo, I'm, I'm excited. I'm um, excited. Most likely going to be my last trip for the year. I'm going to see if I can get one more in. Okay. I, don't, I don't have enough hours to get one more in. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to get one more in. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I just I was reading a flyer to Bryce, and it said, like, rides and games. I, kinda, I was like, damn, it's going to be a... Yeah. Theme park in this damn thing, but you yeah. know, Astro World Fest. Astro you know, World Fest. Six Got the Flags, Cactus Jack, Cactus Nike Jack. stuff. So I like, get it. I, don't, I hope there's a lot of Cactus Jack merch. I would love to cop some, like like a lot, like like some of the good stuff, not not some of that like that low tier stuff, but yeah. like, like the good, mm-hmm. the good Cactus Jack merch. It's gonna be some, dude. I wonder how I was thinking about this, cause I, I, I'm gonna try his little Cactus, cause I'm assuming he's gonna have his Cactus Jack energy drink, which I'm not gonna try. No. But the uh, he had like an alcohol thing. Really? I'm going to try that. You know what? I'm at the VIP. It's probably going to be at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. True. Hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to say it on air. Again, I've told Bryce this about four or five times. Obviously, when it comes to, because Bryce bought VIP. We, we discussed it with he, on air the day he got it. Um, obviously, he'll take advantage of all the VIP oh, stuff. Yeah. Gonna, you know, you're going to get in quickly. Yup. Gonna wait on us. Obviously, gonna be in there a lot for a hot minute. I, I'm, gonna just, I'm gonna just go to the bar and wait for y'all. This <laughs> thing gonna be drunk by the time we get. Hey, Bryce. Uh, obviously, the bar, bathroom, stuff yep. like that. But when it comes to like watching, uh, like the stuff, we gonna all be together. Yeah, yeah, definitely, um, definitely. Because I know there's a VIP side when it comes to like watching the stuff. I think but, it's like Stargazer or something like that. Yeah, but, but it's yeah, it's better to be with yeah with, with your friends. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing that I I I need to tell people is, and I'm glad this I'm like this because I'm expecting this experience to be different than the last time I went to a music festival for the simple fact that when you go to stuff like this, it's good to go with people you know. Yeah. Trust me, you'll have fun because it's inevitable because music and drinking and right people and stuff like that. You're free and all that kind of good stuff, but. When you're going with people you barely know, if not know at all, you're trying to, like, you're trying build to build a things. rapport. You're trying to do right. You're trying to do three things at once: build a rapport, right? Yeah. Come off as kind of like cool, you know? What right, I mean? right, you're right. You want to come off as like this crazy drunk, you know what I'm saying? Right, or right. Weirdo. It's like, this isn't my usual state. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying to, so you're trying to like build a rapport, be cool people, and have fun, and yeah. it's just awkward. It's hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. We don't got the same taste. That right. was a problem a couple of times. We, we, oh, let's go to. They would listen to some no name, um, artist, and I'm like, oh, I'd rather go check out Trippy Red. You right. listen to whoever that local person is. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. Um, it, it. So that you know, shout out to Cali though, because I'm not. You know, I was. You know, that was still a fun trip. But, right. Uh, she, but she know what I'm talking about because she, she barely knew them. Um. That's another thing. When your host barely knows some of the people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, again, shout out to Callie. But, because uh, uh, it was still fun. I, I, fun of, it's, like, it's like, I think, 
Snapchat knew it was, we had to. It was time for me to go to this thing because they've sent me memories about that from two years ago. I was like, oh, I heard the memories two years ago at the other festivals. Like, oh, yeah, about that time. Um, but uh, yeah, man. But I'm I'm pumped. How, how are you feeling about it? I'm excited. I'm excited. I just can't wait to go. Like, got the whole weekend now. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about anything. Mm-mm. Just having fun. Yeah. Uh. So with that being said, in honor of us going to uh. Astral World. I thought it was maybe apropos that the song of the episode is a Travis Scott song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a song that I'm going to pick is a song that made me a fan of his. Um, I missed the rodeo era. I missed the days before rodeo era. I even missed the um, the bird scene. Really? See, that's that's the album that I got hooked on. Now, 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 the song that got me like, like, oh, okay, let me go back and listen to his catalog. It was Butterfly Effect, which came out before Astroworld came out. Yeah. It was just a single. I think it came out almost like a full year. It was out It was out the longest of the Astroworld yeah. singles. Yeah, that's it. Because I know that came out in 2017. Yeah. And Astroworld didn't come out we, we, we didn't get Sicko Mode till the year of. Yeah, well, yeah, because Sicko Mode got released on the album. And the album came out because I was at Urban Outfitters working yeah. in 2018, August 2018. So I think it had come out. Butterfly Effect had been out a year before that. So I had a clean year. So I heard that. Went back and listened to Birds in the Trap. Love that. Yep. And I heard some other stuff. I was like, okay. Um, but Butterfly Figure Song episode. That's my favorite. That's still my favorite Travis Scott song to this day. Um, along with, you know, I still like, you know, I like coordinating right. some other songs. But it's, it's you know, um, it's Butterfly Flag. But we'll get into it. Um, NBA uh, is, is, is in full swing, full mode now. Bryce team, the Bulls are still kicking ass and taking names. They had a yeah. great comeback win. Yeah, against the Celtics. Against the Celtics. A bunch of teams have against them now. We'll, yeah. we'll get to them later. We'll get to them later. Um, my Mavericks are uh, looking like a... It's rough. Like, looking like a first-round exit. You know, we were, were going to be a first-round exit, yeah, but, but this is solidifying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We may be a, fir- a play-in exit, the way it's looking like. It, it's it's um, rough. And Jason Kidd's not the guy. I, and, I, and I can see Porzingis is picking up Jack where he left. He couldn't wait to pick up where he left off. Like, you know, some guys, you know, some guys like, all right, like Giannis, can we go, you know, pick, you know, pick up where he left off. We were champions, gonna come back and defend that. Porzingis on the same way, pick yep. up being a, new, a bum, a, right? You know what I'm saying? Floating seven feet around, around a three point line, you know, same damn thing. But um, the one thing we're gonna start off with is um, the NBA 75 list. We're gonna revisit that again. Um. So after 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 thinking on it a couple couple of uh for a couple of like weeks or whatever, I've gotten uh, some, some different opinions on it. Um, the first uh the first being is I'm still on the Dwight train. Yep. I still feel like he should have made it. Um, but I I I started to re-examine some of, some of, like his career a little bit. Okay. Uh, because somebody made a good point. He did. I didn't realize how much he did, but how and but how long ago it was. It was a long because it is twenty twenty one, and because Dwight has played technically more in in the twenty tens than he did in the two thousand like two thousands whatever. But his peak, I don't realize how short his peak was. Yeah, like Dwight Howard as Dwight Howard as we know him. Yeah, was pretty much done twenty thirteen. 2012. Like, like yeah. I swear to God, I'm not bullshitting you. Like, but, like yeah, literally but, eight years but, ago. But by the time he reached L.A. No, no, no. I'll say after that. I said by the time his first or second year in Houston, he was he was done. Okay. As yeah. far as being yeah yeah like a top ten guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that matters. Yeah. Right. 
And another thing I thought about, or we had to revisit when it came to the list, is the NBA left no guidelines for the voters. That's true. So why is that important? Um, if you don't know how you should be, what you should be voting based on, then it can skew the list. That's true. Right? It's, it's not like it's kind of like a Hall of Fame where like these are the things you have to consider mm-hmm. for a Hall of Fame inductee. Right. Like that that list is very strict, like mm-hmm. stringent. I think is the word. Mm-hmm. Where it's like these are the things you have to consider. Or like an all defensive team, or yeah. all or first first ballot, or not uh, first team all NBA. Like those are there are criteria you have to hit to to get on those lists. And that's true that that the the seventy five you know greatest players of all time it's just kind of you know it's a pickle. Right. And the key word you just said is is what's confusing me about the list is we both have I think. We're on the same pages. You said greatest of all time, right? Right. We've both interpreted it as the 75 best players, best right. NBA hoopers right. of all time. A lot of people said the NBA kind of was like, like, made it from a historical standpoint, meaning made 75 most important players. Okay. Which is different. That's different. From the 75 best players, right? Yeah. 75 greatest. Like, those aren't, but that's they what, all the, are different. The, 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 but the NBA never said that. That's what I'm saying. The NBA yeah. never told people. Yeah. So a lot of guys interpreted it very differently. Some guys, like, some guys took the, I can't, like, who can you tell the, you can't tell the story without this guy approach. Okay. Some guys took, all right, I'm going to take the 75 best hoopers, period. Right. Right. Which, mean, which, which means it's going to uh, kind of, it's, it's going. It's going to skew to the newer generation. Newer generation, right? Yeah, going to see a yeah. lot more recent guys. Because, like, like I said last, like I said um, when we discussed it, Hoopers now should be better than Hoopers then. Yeah. Because you would hope evolution. Like right. quarterbacks now, the worst quarterback in the league now would probably be a top ten, right. five quarterback in like right. the seventies or the eighties. You know yep. what I'm saying? It's just how it is, right? Yep. Um. So I got me thinking about Dwight Howard. I was I was listening to this Laker uh, podcast. And a guy who voted made a good point about Dwight Howard. He was like, if we take about if we talk about Dwight Howard from just a pure defensive standpoint, there were two other guys who you technically from a pure defensive standpoint, you would have to put ahead of him. Um, based off based off stats alone, just stats, okay. nothing else. Accolades. Ben Wallace. Yep. And DeKembe Mutombo. That's true. Because they both won, I believe, more defensive players. Dwight only won three, I think they won four. They yeah. won more defensive player of the years than the um Yep. Uh and they all made and and Ben Wallace actually was the starter on a team that won a championship. Yep. While while um the Cambay started one, but he lost twice yep. with the Nets and he lost with the Sixers. And obviously Dwight won one coming off the bench back, you know, with the Lakers. Um but also okay, that was a good point. But also my thing about Dwight Howard, I think people don't understand was Dwight Howard was the best player. I I always keep telling people is all right. What's the highest version of what that guy could be, right? Yeah. When we think of guys who are strictly defensive players in the history of the game, yeah, right. We you think of a Tony Allen, yep. You think, uh, like I said, Dikembe, Dennis Rodman, yep. Ben Simmons. You know, I'm Ben Simmons. Look, look, Ben Simmons. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? We think of Rudy Gobert. Rudy right? Gobert, yep. When you think, okay, what's the best version of that? What's the highest version of that? It would be Dwight Howard. It'd be Dwight Howard. He, he, he was. You're, you're the best player he, as a defensive-minded player on a team that went to the finals. And, and, and you were the best option, not only defensively yeah. but offensively. Yeah. So you were one of our best defensive bigs, and also we could rely on you mm-hmm. to score us points on the other side of the ball too. Right. Like that, that. That's what made Dwight Howard the best version. Yeah. Because everything he did defensively, he still did mm-hmm. while maintaining efficiency 
in the paint. Yeah. That's hard to come by. And uh, and like I said, and I, and I know this is not fair to guys and stuff like that. Uh, but what the your role to me matters. Yeah. I am not no offense to, like I said, um, any of the like third option guys on teams that won titles. But no way in hell am I gonna put a guy who's the third option on a team or the. Over a guy who had to carry the load. Right. I'm not doing that. Right. Yeah. I'm not doing it. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I understand the whole sacrifice thing. Like, well, we we don't know if, if he had to be on this. Like, I disagree with that. Like, there are some guys who, if if my third option still scores 20 points a game, mm-hmm. and it's better than your third option at 16, he's the better third option. Yeah. Like that's just what it is. Like, the, well, not even that. If like like there are some guys you 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 your skill will show. Yeah. You know, like Mono Ginobili, who didn't make the list, he was cold. Like, I yeah. do believe, had Mono Ginobili, I saw enough skill out of him that had he been, I do believe he could have, like, took a team to the, he's their best player, could have taken a team to the playoffs. Yeah, you're probably right. I saw enough skill from his handle, from his jump shooting, yeah. to his, 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 his tag paint. I, I saw enough. I, I think you can make the argument that the Spurs did need him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to yeah. win that championship. A couple of them. All, like, any title he's pretty much a part of. The, he, he played a big role. He was a very large you know part saying? of that. Um, but I know, but st- you take, but still, at no point am I going to put a guy. No, I go down the list. A Clay Thompson, no, who didn't make the list. Um, but like guys who actually made the list, a James Worthy, yeah, um, a Robert Parrish, yep, a Dave DeBusher who played yep. with the Knicks back in the day with Walt Frazier and, and uh, Willis Reed, right? A Dennis Rodman, yep. You know what I'm saying? No way in hell am I going to put. Those dudes over a Dwight Howard. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Because he had to be. Dwight Howard was the best guy on a team that went to. I keep telling people that because I feel like people aren't, aren't understanding the, the how important that is. Yeah. A guy who we who we consider strictly defensive, right? That's what his calling card. That's what we think he has. Yeah. At one point, finished second in voting to MVP. Yep. With a top five player a couple of seasons in a row. Yep. And angered a team that went to the finals, knocked off LeBron. Yep. Now that LeBron team was putrid and had no business being there, but he knocked them off nonetheless. You know what I'm saying? Um, another thing that I didn't realize about the list was if all 50 living members of the original list got to vote. That's a problem. That's a problem for me, too. Because a couple of things. One, you're biased. Yep. And two, everybody's going to protect their generation. Yeah. Right, Fact. you want to how you know you you know how easy of an argument is to say, well, what, why did why are your generation better than mine? Well, my generation, I had to play against twenty guys on my generation was on the, the greatest. Uh, you know what I mean? Right? Yeah. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like yep. you automatically you already I can't I can't because it's, it's an inherent bias. Like yeah. it's, it's it's the same thing when when you know guys from the '90s talk about oh, our 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 generation was the best generation of basketball. Blah 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 blah. It's like well, it was good, but we could I, we could throw a lineup of you know, some subpar guys in your generation, and they'd still get buckets, mm-hmm. and they and they'd still win a lot of games. Like so, it it kind of goes back to your first point, which is like it is that it should get better. Like the worst guys in the NBA now are, you know, head and shoulders above the worst guys in the NBA then. So I know you want to protect your era, but you also have to realize that the games evolve, and so has the the type of basketball athlete. Average basketball athlete is six eight. You know, long wingspan can ha- has handles at almost all positions. Like from one to five, those guys can dribble the ball. 
nowadays. Like, so the games evolved now. And, and you can't just keep going off of, well, this is what my era did. This is what my era did. It's like we also have to think about the evolution of basketball, too. You know what I think the NBA should do? And they're probably not going to do it. They know they, they, I think they should do it now is because I don't want them to wait till the top 100 because yeah. I'll be, what, 40-something years 40 old? 40-something. I'm not going to care at that uh, point. Well, I'm going to care. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm always going to care about the NBA. Um, I'm going to care, but it's not going to be the same. as like I've, I've watched so much basketball at this point that it's just like, yeah, man. We could probably, probably going to be like, no, uh, Damian Lillard deserves to be <laughs> arguing with somebody. Yeah, he didn't win a ring. You nah, know what I'm saying? Nah. But he, yeah, he, I like- you weren't third when he waved off Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> you were, you were, I was third. You know what I'm saying? I was there when when he when when Portland didn't make the playoff for, for the first you know, time in 14 I, I, years. Honestly, like I, that, that's the point, though, right? So like right there is like I didn't. It's like what you said. Like like skill shows. I didn't grow up with 90s basketball, right? But I can pick out the best players based on film. Yeah, very easy. Yeah, it's easy to pick out who are the best. Yeah, just by watching film. But what I think the NBA should do is I think they should do obviously the most important, and then. Uh, and I think they also should do what the NFL did with their top 100 when they did the 100 was do a position thing. Yeah. Because now it's different. That's right? When true. you say, all right, name, because I don't know if they should do five or ten because NFL is like it's so many players. Right, it's yeah, that's, that's a lot. But it's, NBA, you can condense it. So I, don't know if you, I don't know if you need to do the top ten graded for each position, but you could. I think I think ten, I think ten would be the, the perfect number. Yeah. So now, because I'm like, all right, if you say, all right, name the top ten greatest point guards of all time. That's pretty easy to do. Best, like best. Now, yeah. don't do most important. No, do like best. Like best. Yeah. No, okay. Because now, all right, now we, you know what I'm saying? We can, and I think they should, and I think, and I think they should like have a list. I think the NBA should narrow it down. But, yeah. All right. These are the guys you got to vote from. I, I agree. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Uh, yeah. Like Pistol P. Maravich, and then like you know, I, I, it and Gary Payton, or not Gary Payton, John Stockton, like you, like that's that, that's the caliber of guy you have to go through. Somebody made a good point, and this is the last thing I'm gonna touch before we move on. Somebody made a point about Dwight Howard, and they brought up Carmelo Anthony because he's easily on the list, and I was like, because that's my guy. Yeah, I love him. He's a man. He's balling this season so yeah. far too. Um, I was like, if you compare each careers, right? Yep. Carmelo Carmel Anthony and Dwight Howard. The only thing Carmelo really did better than Dwight Howard was the Olympic stuff. Yeah, that doesn't. And Dwight really count. got Dwight got a gold medal too. Yeah, but that doesn't really count when it comes to NBA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though. I'm just saying, like you just as far as accolades and right. stuff like that. Because Dwight Howard, from a actual NBA standpoint, all NBA teams yep. was better. D- defensive player better. Yep. Um, MVP voting better. Yep. You know what I'm saying? All stars. I now Dwight fickled out. He only got eight. Melo squeezed a few more in his Nick, you know, in his, in his Nick run. Yeah, so he may have a couple more. But Dwight Howard, if you actually say who was a more important player, who was a better player at their peak, who actually did more for their teams. Yeah, he did more than Carmelo Anthony. He did. Carmelo Anthony got out of the first round once in Denver. Yep, and that was the same year Dwight yeah. went to the finals. You know yep. what I'm saying? Uh, he um he, he got out of the first. He only made the playoffs like a handful of times in New York. Got yeah. out of the first round once. Yep. But other than that. His teams ain't really did much, you know what I'm saying? He no. kind of just been on a, on a. He's been a journeyman kind of ever since then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, but I'm but they made a good point. I was like, yeah, why is why is Melo so easily on there? Yeah, I, I, the, I, the points I, thing I get, he, he's like top ten in points, I think, or something like fifteen. Yeah, all but, time. but to what you said, when I think of a Carmelo Anthony team, that I know my ceiling. Yeah, and that's a first round exit at best. Right. 
with Dwight Howard, I get to the finals. Yeah, yeah. I've made it to the finals with Dwight Howard. That's fact. That's a fact. You, right. Melo had don't get Melo had teammates too. Right. He had he had some nice teammates. The, 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 his first few years with the Knicks were pretty good. Yeah. Now, obviously, uh, Sotomayor was hurt a lot. Yeah. But even in Denver, he had some nice teammates. Yeah. Um, he had some good coaches too. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted, to, just wanted, to, you know, just some stuff I, I thought about. You know, we won't yeah. talk about it again. It could be revised. Yeah. It could be revised. Uh, uh, just well, change do, the do, name. Do, do, do you think they would ever take people off that list? I wish they did. I wish they would just. All right, this is the list. Let's throw it out. Let's just shake it all up. Now it's it's been it's been you know. 30, 40 years. Like, yeah. You can't keep... Some of these guys can't just... They, 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 they yeah. games ain't gonna hold up. Like, some right. dudes, you gotta take off the list. Yeah. Like, some, you can't keep being like... Because it's some it's some guys now... I'm tell you right now. It's some dudes who four, five years from now, gonna be, you have to put on that damn list. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be... Like, it's gonna be Jokic. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You can't... You tell, you're telling me in a couple years, uh, Jokic won't be on that list. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Depending on how Clay finishes his career, you'll yep. keep, you know what I mean. He won't be on that list. If you know, depending on how Joel and B, there's some dudes who who, who like I right, give them a couple more years, they're gonna be on that damn list. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you're gonna take somebody out. Somebody's gonna have to go eventually. Right. Um. So that's it. That, that you know we we beat that dead horse. Um. I'm, I'm done with that. Just a couple of things I talked about a couple of weeks. But now we're gonna move on to the land of Sacramento. Um, we don't really talk about the Kings a lot on here because they stink. But they're okay this year. They're okay. They're um, they're 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 more competitive than I thought they would be. Yes. Although last night, uh, Dave, um, Davion Mitchell got his welcome to the uh, NBA mm-hmm. moment, boy, because uh, it was seen his praise to high heaven at first. Um, uh, uh, his 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 brother, uh, Donovan Mitchell. They're not related, but you know, yeah. Mitchell. Uh, he hit him with a, with a uh, he like. He hedged. He hedged right because on a, on a, it was he was getting screened. Yeah. So naturally, Mitchell jumped in front of the screen to try to get in front of that. Yeah. And he and then Mitchell spit back there what immediately Oof. hit him with it and he hit the hit the three and made it cleanly. I was like, God damn. Yeah. Um, welcome to the NBA rookie. Yeah. Um, but um, we're gonna talk about Marvin Bagley. We talked about him before. We're gonna talk about him some more because again, you kind of do more research. You kind of listen to a lot of the people out there, a lot of the pundits out there. Yeah. And get their opinion on stuff. And I was listening to this guy. I wish I could. I think it's called Locked In on Kings on YouTube. Check him out. I think that's the name of it. He's really good. All Kings, stuff like that. Um, he made a point about Marvin Bagley, who's currently getting zero playing time for the Kings. And they're pretty much done with him. He made a point about how they got here and why Marvin is in the situation he, he is in now. Yeah. And he made a point about buying in and the importance of letting an organization know that this is the place that you want to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is the place you want to be, right? This is the team you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, the vision that you guys have is, I trust you guys. Right. I trust the moves that you make. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. let's, I'm here. I'm all in. Let's, I'm here. And he brought up Jaron Jackson. Because Jaron Jackson, you know, he, he was hurt last year. He was just starting to come on the year before that. Yep. But his stats ain't been crazy. No. It's Ja Morant. That's the guy who's running right. Memphis, right? But he got paid. Jaron Jackson yep. got paid. And the dude made a good point. Like, Jaron Jackson got paid because Jaron Jackson has bought into Memphis. Yep. Right? Whatever he's doing, the Memphis organization feels like this is the guy. We can we feel comfortable. Right. He wants to be yep. here. We like him. He likes us. You know, the fans, if he was to leave, the fans would be in the up. Like, you know what I right. mean? Like, right. He right. has. He means a lot to this team now. 
Cool. We're going to pay you. We trust you. We want to be your bet. Marvin Bagley, since you've, since you've been drafted by the Kings, since you've been drafted by the Kings, a lot of chirping out of your camp. Yep. A lot of chirping from your family, right? You got a rap career, all this other stuff. You're doing everything that's showing us that you don't want to be here. So why in the blue hell will we pay you? Yeah. Why would we pay you and why would we play you? For what? Play play for what? You know what I'm saying? To 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 up your value to trade you? We could do that, but just to break up the continuity of our team? Right. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I want to get your thoughts on, on that. The idea yeah, the, of the, 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 it, 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 it makes perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's a couple of guys right now who you could make that argument for. You make that argument for Zion. I was just thinking it. I swear to God, I was just thinking it. Because we, we, we'll, we'll, we'll get on him later. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll bring him up later. You can make that argument for Zion. Uh, for a lot of those first round picks who are just kind of stagnant right now, you can make that argument where it's like, you haven't given the organization reason to believe. In you. In you, right? Like, when I'm, if I'm, a, if I'm a baller, if I get drafted, the first thing I want to do is not even baller. If I'm, a, if I get hired on a new job, right, first thing I want to do is prove that I want to be here, right? I want to work. For if this you want to be there, yeah, if, 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 I, if I get hired on, they're gonna pay me a lot of money. Like, you know, I want to be here. Why? Because I want that money. Yeah. I'm gonna show you that I want that money. Right. I'm gonna do everything in my power to show you that I am deserving of the of the paycheck that you're giving me. Mm-hmm. So that way, later down the line, they can, you know, hey, you know what? Here's a thousand dollar. $2,000 raise. That's what, if, if that's what you want, you have to put that foot forward. Mm-hmm. If you want that, if you want to be, you know, just a guy on a team, you're going to get treated like that. And that's, that, that's how they're, they are treating him like that. Not like he's the second round pick in 2018. They're not treating him like that. They're treating him like, nah, you're a guy on this team. Mm-hmm. We don't, we have no plans for you. You haven't shown us that you want to be in Sacramento. Why would we put you on the court? Like it works like, like, Zach Levine bought in when he first got to Chicago. He bought in. He started getting. He started improving. Started giving Chicago reason to be like, oh, maybe we should keep Zach Levine. Chris Dunn, you can go. Damn. Yep. Damn, Chris Dunn. Tough. Tough. But that that those are the type of like when you start seeing that from guys who start elevating their game, even though the circumstances aren't like the best. And let's be honest. Zach Levine getting traded to the Bulls. I like the Bulls. They're my team. Who did, who 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 was in that trade for him? Oh God, that was such a long time ago. Because he went, he, it was to it was to Minnesota. Yeah. Who who did y'all Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler was in that trade. Jimmy Butler. Yup. Damn. I, I hated that trade. But it's good for y'all now. But it's good for us now because Zach Levine bought in. He said, "You know what? I'm gonna make the best of my situation here in Chicago." Now he's a franchise player in Chicago. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you get drafted if you make the best out of it. The organizations will treat you like oh, you're our guy, and it also shows you the difference between, like, the mindset, his mindset going into the league. Yeah. Right? Instead of instead of being appreciative and being honored, yeah, by you know being allowed to play in the NBA because they yeah. don't have to, right? And and it, and he, he didn't recognize. I don't think he recognized that as a privilege. Yeah. I think he recognizes more of like a right. Right. Like, I'm Marvin Bagley. You know, I was a top player in high school at Sierra Canyon. I was a top player at Duke. Like, I'm, this is just this is just par for the course for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like uh, I should be here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What He, he took it as a, what are you doing for me instead of what? how am I going to help you? You know what I'm saying? Right. How are we gonna, instead of it being a partnership. Right. He, he took it as, like, he, he thought that he had some clout when he got there. 
It's like, no, dude, you just you got to prove it first. First, 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 first of all, you're still just drafted. Yeah. Like at, at the end of the day, that, that's, that's kind of how I've always viewed like sports on the business side of things. You, you're still just a draftee. Yeah. At any point in time, we can still be like, we're not feeling you. Even though we drafted you second round, like, we're going to try to make it work. But at some point, if it doesn't work, you're just we got to get rid of you. We don't owe you anything. Like these the, these com- these organizations don't owe guys anything unless they've shown that you're worth investing in. And um, and to me, because it, it goes both ways yeah. too. Because because if we can bring we can bring up an example in another sport, Tua Tiva Tua. Yeah. I can't pronounce True. his name. I ain't gonna butcher his name something like that. Um, Tua. Tua. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins. I've been saying this since the day he got drafted. The Dolphins never bought into him. No, that's true. I, I would agree with that. And so, it, to me, it goes both ways, right? Like, you have to buy into the organization. The organization also has to prove and believe and, and, and at least attempt to buy into you at some yeah. point, you know. Um, but Marvin, to me, from the moment he got there, never wanted to be there. And thought, then, he, thought he earned, like, he should just be there anyway. And that's where he's at. That's where he's not. He just, he, they're just going to release him. He's not going to get traded. No. They, he literally just going to, the he's going to come, and they're just going to cut him. Yep. Release him. That's it. Yeah, it's cheaper. Yeah, and that's the uh, that, that, that's that's. Plus, you're not worth anything. It, it's it's the business of it. I think yeah. I've, to what you said, sometimes you get these guys who have been you know top dogs all the way up until, and it's like you realize you realize you're a rookie right now, bro. LeBron James, Kevin Durant, they're top dogs. You're not that yet. You got to earn that right. And it's funny because we're going to get right to the Zion thing now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, obviously, Zion, because uh, I think the Pelicans, why? Okay, NBA, first off, the NBA needs to find a new rule, right? There needs to be a new rule in sports. If if the When you schedule these games, if a guy who was supposed to be there to be the marquee player ain't playing, there needs to be an audible. Yo, I'm facts. sick of seeing the New Orleans Pelicans on my television. Facts, bro. They, I, they've been on national television like two or three times, dog. He ain't playing. I don't want to watch Devontae Graham pull up for the transition three for the nope. fourth play in a row. I'm good. I'm good <laughs> on that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. I, I'm, uh, no, no, I'm straight, bro. Okay, but but anyway, they are on national television like yesterday Again. or the other day. And he was warming up. Not warming up, but he was getting some he was, work He was getting in some work game, in. Some, you know. He look big. He looks, he's looking real big, bro. He look, he look, now he look big, big boy. The, the caveat to play devil's advocate: he has had surgery, and he's not very mobile because it was a surgery in his foot. Mm-hmm. At the same time, damn boy, <laughs> like you ain't doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so this is this is basically so this is the backstory that Brian Winhor- Brian Windhorse kind of came out worked for ESPN kind of yeah. shit. So the, apparently he suffered an injury over the summer something yep. like that. The Pelicans knew it was a significant injury, failed to disclose that to any like to the media. Yeah. Now apparently now as far as why they did that, most people said they felt like it had more so to do with his family. Okay, like they didn't want it all out there or whatever to kind of keep it on the low or whatever. So they kind of didn't let the media know, didn't let um, the fans know that, and all that kind of stuff. That's 100% And they kind of sold it to people, didn't let the NBA know. Because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, had the NBA known, had it been public news, that this dude was not going to be probably, we probably won't see him until after Christmas. Yeah. We will probably see Zion, I think, either Christmas Day or 
uh, or All Star, like after the All Star break. Yeah. Because Kenny Smith made a good point. He was like, even even if he is quote unquote, clear, let's just say his foot is good, it's good to right. go in a couple months. Right. That body it ain't. ain't ready to go. Nope. You know what I'm saying? The wheels may have air in them. Right. But like the 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 top part and the other parts of the, the car still need some work. You know what I mean? Yep. You can't just take that out there on the street. It'll break down. Right. Um. So uh, it's just yeah. So I'm pretty sure had the Pelicans. Had the NBA known that they wouldn't have played. I, I think at, at the very minimum, you do need to, to let the NBA know. Yeah. Now the media, everybody else, you you have no obligation to tell them. Well, you do. You do to 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 to, you, to me. You, you do have the obligation to the fans. You do have obligation to the, your local media. And you do have obligation to sponsors, right? True. Because their fans are buying tickets thinking he's gonna be there, right? True. True. NBA thinking he's gonna be the media coverage. You know what I'm saying? Like. First of all, any local team should always want to have a good report with the media. Um, and also, when it comes to sponsors, right? See, they, I, I, they care I, I, about I, that. I, I am basing this off of how other sports organizations kind of do it. They don't They don't always disclose the, the nature of people's injuries. In, or, well, in NFL, you're supposed to. You're supposed to. but You get, you get fined heavily if you don't. They don't, but they, they don't disclose the full nature. They just say, yeah, he, this, he's got this little thing going on. Oh, true, 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 true. They, they don't disclose the full nature of it. Right. So, but the Pelicans said Pelican said that he was gonna be ready to go opening night. Now that's true. They did just lie. Mm-hmm. They did lie and say he was gonna be ready to go opening night. I don't know why they did that. Mm-hmm. That was dumb. Because if you knew he wasn't ready, he wasn't ready. And now if you're the Pelicans, you're in a situation where you lied or you did whatever in either in conjunction with his family or not, and it backfired because now he's getting a lot of scrutiny, which his family doesn't like. And it comes back to this whole thing of how much how much power and how much kowtowing can you do to appease a player that has not done nothing for your organization yet? Yeah. I, 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 I told you before, I'm kind of done with Zion right now. Until I can see a healthy Zion that plays at least 50 games, I'm not going to treat him as if he's the next the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Right now, the next big thing is John Morant. Yeah. Most people are saying that they feel like he should have been the number one overall pick instead of Zion. Now, also, Not, people aren't saying Zoe was on the team at the time. Yeah. The trade, that trade already went through yeah. AD. Yeah. Um, so that wouldn't have made sense. No, it wouldn't have made sense. Um, I, I still think, from what we saw at Duke in college, I think he did deserve that um, number one pick. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, for sure. He deserved that number one pick. He, he averaged 27 points last year. Yeah. He deserved it. The problem has been what we all thought it would be, his weight. Yeah. We all thought this was going to be a problem, and it is a problem. Yes. And it hasn't fixed itself yet, which is the biggest problem, which is no one's come in to Zion's camp and said, he needs to play at this weight. Yeah. If he's in, if he is below that, we're fine. But if he's above that, we got a problem. Yes. That's That's been the issue. Take the Miami Heat approach. Yeah. Miami will find you if you don't – we got to reach this, either find you or not play. You, you got to have a certain body fat percentage – this, that, and the third. You gotta, you gotta be at a certain weight to play here. Yeah. Like if you not, you you get fined or you can't play or something like that. Like, like that's an organization that he needs to be. He doesn't need to be in a. He, he doesn't need to be coddled. No, not um, at all. Not at all. Like if if I'm the president of basketball operations, I'm going to Zion's camp and saying, Griffin, yeah. listen, listen up. Or he's the GM, sir. He's the GM. If I'm the president of basketball operations, I'm going to Griffin and saying, this is, is the, the deal. Who is there? I have no idea. I'm, I'm gonna look. You talking? Yeah, but if, if I'm if I'm the president of basketball operations, I'm going to Zion's camp. Saying we're not kowtowing to you anymore. He needs to he needs to be in shape and healthy. There's only so much that we can do. This has got to be on him too. So start get start getting him healthy. Start getting him in shape so we can play him. David Griffin. 
Oh, just David Griffin. Yeah. Okay, so he's the president. Okay. Yeah, executive, exec, executive vice president of basketball operations. Yeah, like I'm not like Zion. I like you. I want you to be here. I don't don't I don't take this as I don't like you. But right now, I need I need you to be healthy. I need you to play 50 games. Yeah, and the GM is Trajan Lander from a Duke product of the 90s. Okay. Um, but now, one thing I will say is, as someone who's a former fat guy, um. Yeah, I let people know that so people yeah so they like I can I can get away with it. You can get away with it. You know? I've never been fat, so I can't really get away with it. <laughs> That's called me, which yeah. which apparently Bryce was in high school. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, now to it's it's kind of hard. It's easier said than done to just tell That's true. someone who who probably never properly ate ever right. correctly in the first right. place to all of a sudden hey. Eat like this. It's hard. That's true. That's true. I, I don't. Da, pe- I don't. Da, da, even for professional even, athletes, even as a fit person myself, there are days when I made a a healthy meal. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna go to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. It's 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 easy. It's easy tonight. It is. <laughs> Discipline is hard. Yeah. It's it's not it's not easy. But you have to you have to have that caveat of like, listen, if you want to be here, if you want to be a basketball player, we need you in shape, bro. We want you to be here, but we want you to also play more than twenty games in a season. And um, speaking of, we want you to be here, um, Ben Simmons, again, again. Um, so Ben Simmons uh, is obviously not away from the Sixers; he's still getting paid, um, and he's seeking. You know, because he said he's not mentally ready to play. Yeah, and um, Sixers have offered to help or. His resources and he's refusing it now. I know he is using the NBA PA's mental, yeah, you know, to, to they're helping him with that, but he's refusing the Sixers' help. And if I'm the Sixers, here's the thing with Ben Simmons, right? And there's nothing wrong with stepping away for your mental, right? Yeah, that, Calvin Ridley of the Falcons yep, just did that. Yep. Um, hell, the first player I ever heard I ever heard do that was Larry. Uh, is uh, I was a dude a couple years ago named Larry Sanders. Yeah, yeah, played I for that. Uh, the Bucks. Yep. Um, got a big contract and then like stepped away from the team, cooked up with his mental. So that's a thing. Obviously, take care of your mental. We talked about that with Naomi Osaka. Yeah. And uh, oh God, what's her name? Um, oh, uh, Simone Biles. Simone Biles, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, that's important because if you ain't right up there, it's not gonna matter. No, it's not gonna matter. Um, the thing about Ben Simmons is, and I and I don't care. I'm gonna go there. There's an air of skepticism for yeah. me. Like, okay. Because we all, we, we, everybody been saying for years that we all feel like his jump shot was psychological. That's true. That's the difference between you having a, like, a fear of embarrassment or something for your yeah, jump fear, shot and then having the actual so, mental health, like depression and all that kind of stuff. There's a difference between fear of failure, mm-hmm. preventing you from doing something, and the yips. Which yeah. is literally just like I'm trying right. and I can't. Right. Like you know, that's the twisties with with Simone Biles, mm-hmm. where it's just like I like I'm I'm giving it my all. Yeah. And it's just not coming together. Yeah. Like that's when like I feel like that's that's more of a reason to step away when someone has expressed that they are trying their hardest and it's it's just crumbling. Like you need to stop because you're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah. We I don't think we've reached that point with Ben. Like I kind of with you. I don't know if we've actually reached that point with Ben Simmons, where it's like, bro, we haven't even actually seen you. Give us like what we think we should see. Like it, it would it would be a hundred percent different if you know we 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 saw Ben Simmons try and jump shots throughout his career, 
And it just progressively just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And he was talking to me. He was like, yo, I'm trying. Like, every day I'm in the gym shooting. And sometimes it goes in. And then I get to the game. And I just can't. And it's like, what what is the issue, Ben? Because you got to communicate more. He, he, he's reached that point where people are like you. Like, I'm, I'm skeptical. And I'm not just going to take your word for it right now. Like, people are not taking his word for it. So you got to communicate more. You got to be a lot more open. Like, he hasn't been very open in his career. Like, you got to be a lot more open. You got to be a lot more honest. So that way people do take your side. I, I want people to take ben, ben Simmons' side. I do believe he, he needs help. But it's not going to help when you're just closed off and by yourself. Like, people took Simone Biles' side because she was open. People took Naomi Osaka's side because she was 100% open about her struggles. You got to open up, Ben. Is that, but see, and again, I, this is going to sound so mean. I don't know if I believe him. That's my thing. Is everything is just a little bit too too convenient true. for me, right? I know you don't want to play. That's true. I know you don't want to play for this team because you said, you, your people has come out and said that we know that for a fact, right? Yeah. I also know that you don't want to face the vitriol that the Philadelphia fans will skew your oh, way. Yeah. Right? Oh, I know yeah. that as well, right? So, my my mind, I don't know if I, because for me, I don't know, because my thing is, if you if you would have gotten traded, if you would have got your way, if we got, let's just say you got traded to some team in LA, would you still be sick? Because mental health ain't, it, it don't, it's not like, it's, that's true. if you that's got true. it, you got it. That's true. You're going through some shit, you're going through some shit. That's true. So, if you if, if you would have got your way and got traded somewhere, would you still have taken, would you yeah, still have that's, that, play? That, that, that's, that's so, I don't yeah, think you would have. I think that's you would have been up there cool and, you know, you know what I'm saying, having yeah. fun and whatever. You know what I mean? But no, nah, you don't want to play, and that's what's going on. And now, in my opinion, you're running. Yeah. You're doing whatever. Hey, just because we can't, because in 2021, who the hell wants to come on and be like, you lying about mental health? Who going to say that? Who going to have to think I, about I, Not the Sixers. The Sixers, no, damn the, sure the, the Sixers aren't. I've heard people talk about it. Like mm-hmm. uh, there, there are more people like you than you realize. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are skeptical about it, but they're not going to just go out and be a, a total dick. Yeah. But well, I'll be I'll be a dude. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll be a total dick. I and this sucks because again I keep saying is because I don't want people to think I'm hating on Ben Simmons because I'm a fan of Ben Simmons, right? I, I Ben Simmons I keep telling people is the the best high school player I've ever seen. On like obviously never seen him live, but just on clips and right. I watched right. full games. We say IMG, uh, not IMG, but at my, Mount Verde Academy, he was better. I saw Brad, I got to see Bradley Bill in person. He was better than him. Got to see Jason Tatum in yep. person. He's better than him. You know what I'm saying? I think my brother loves Michael Porter Jr. I thought he was better than Michael Porter Jr. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is the best high school player. I thought he's better than Austin Rivers. He's the best high school player I've seen. He's that dude. Yeah. I, I, I took, I watched his games at LSU. I thought, I knew, I, I, to this day, I feel like it still wasn't his fault. I blame them damn seniors on his team who was upset at the fact that he was getting all the looks and all the accolades and all the love, and they was just like, people was like, oh, who gives a damn about you? And they yeah. taking, they taking extra shots. They had no business taking shit. Pass the damn ball back to Ben Simmons, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I I was the one who said a couple years ago, before his shooting really became a glaring issue, when Joe and B was having them issues, yeah. with, with, with injury issues, people were like, well, you can't keep both of them. Who you trade? At the time, I was the dude who was like, trade Joel and B. Yeah, he hurt all the damn time. Yeah, no, I, I was, he got a couple I, I was, years left. I, I, I was in that camp too. I'm you know not gonna saying? lie. I, I was in that camp too, just because of how well he played without Joel and B. Yeah. So, like, so when I say I don't believe, this is coming from somebody who, like, I, I've most of his career up until like these last couple seasons, I've been, uh, yeah, I've been yeah. in this corner. But to me, I, I smell it smells like BS. Yeah, that's 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 a fair that's a fair argument to take. 
Mm-hmm. I don't blame you because I'm I, I'm I'm still very skeptical about this whole situation still, where it's just like, bro, you can't expect to get traded right now. Like you can't. Philly wants value. You have none. You need to go out there and raise your value. It's just the truth. That's facts. It's just the facts of life. Is that if you want to get traded, you got to prove to the NBA that you're still a good like the NBA GMs don't think you're a good basketball player for the price that the 76ers are asking. So it's a two-way street. You got to come back to Philly and play ball, and Philly will be happy to trade you as soon as they get the value they want or, the, or anything equivalent. Like, as soon as they get that, you're gone, bro. So if you want it, you got to come back. True. Because all he could have he came in ball for, like, 15 games and got traded by mid-December. Right. Like, it, it, it's simple, bro. Yeah. And, and you can and, – and fuck the Philly fans. Straight up. Yeah. You don't like them. They don't like you. This what, is, what Nas say? You can you can uh you can hate me now. Yeah. But I won't stop now. Yeah. Like I'm I like that that's that's the most frustrating part for me because I'm kinda like you. I do like Ben Simmons. When he got drafted, I was like, all right, no, nah, Philly's Philly's got Philly's doing something. Yeah. And it's just been so frustrating ever since. So yeah, so we'll uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated with the, with the Ben Simmons saga because Lord knows it ain't gonna stop. It's not stopping. It's not stopping until, I mean, you heard Daryl Morey say this could last for four years. Yeah, all right, Daryl. I believe him. I believe him. I ain't sitting on no contract for four years now. <laughs> you gonna do something? <laughs> I don't care how much mental health issues you got. <sighs> Sweep the court. Uh, cook some hot dogs. Wipe somebody's sweat off their face. You ain't gonna just be at the crib getting paid millions. For four years, fuck out of here. Um, we're gonna move on to. Um, we're not gonna move. I'm gonna stay with current NBA. The Boston Celtics yeah. are two and five. They're bad. They're not good, um, and things are getting going from bad to worse. So uh, Marcus Smart, um, which is funny that his last name is Smart because he made a dumb thing, you know, dumb comment yesterday. Everybody knows, right, that when you have an issue with your teammates or the way they go about stuff. The last thing you should do is voice that to the media. Yeah. Right. The smart thing. Smart thing to do. To do. Well, if you're not, not if you're Marcus smart, you know, um, probably, you know, Marcus dumb. Yeah. You know what I'm saying Marcus uh, dumb. Marcus idiot. Yeah. Bro. So bros at the podium after, after another Boston collapse. Cause they collapsed. They it blew. was, it was, yeah. And it, it, it was always winnable up until like the last two minutes. Like that's, yeah. that was the, that's the funny part about that game up until the last two minutes. They could have won that game. And, um, and he says how Jason Taylor and Jalen Brown, you know, the best players on the team, how, you know, defenses are, are keying off, keying, keying on them. So they need to pass the ball more. Uh no, bro. Um yeah, if I'm Jason Tatum, yeah. To J to Jalen Brown. Yeah. If I'm Jalen Brown, yeah. To Jason Tatum. To Jason Tatum. <laughs> like, bro, yeah. like what's confusing about this office? Yeah. Like, like that's how every team operates. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If LeBron is not hitting shots, he's going to pass it to A D. Mm-hmm. Maybe Russ. Maybe Mello. Maybe Mello. You know. But hell, if I'm from the Celtics, I'm gonna give it to Schroeder. Before, yeah, before I give it to Marcus Smart. Yeah, hey, go give me a bucket, Marcus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go get me, go 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 like, get a bucket like 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 it's me, Oklahoma State. Because I, I I've gone over that game a couple of times. I watched a bunch of highlights. Mm-hmm. I pulled up the, like the full. I bootlegged it. 
I don't believe the game. Dude, why are you whispering? Hey, hey, we got him. <laughs> I, I, like, but uh, like, I watched that game going back, and his comments don't make sense based on what Jason Taylor and Jalen Brown did. Mm-hmm. When they found themselves without a shot, they did pass it. Yeah. Like, like they were going out and saying, right, I ain't got a shot. Somebody else. I need your help. Yeah. And they didn't deliver. Especially Mark, like Marcus Smart missed a couple open jumpers mm-hmm. when they passed it to you, bro. It's like, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, they maybe they could be better facilitators, but that's not their role because they're wings. Yeah. You, y'all have always needed a point guard, and you're supposed to be the starting point guard that's supposed to help facilitate? Yeah, yeah, yeah true. So, like, bro, yeah, you're the point guard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you, that's your job. That's your job. You know what I'm saying? Get the like, team they in gave order. You, they gave you the starting point guard role. Because they know Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown aren't the best facilitators. Right. It's not a skill set of theirs. That's supposed to be your job. Yeah. So why are you complaining? Right. You're, oh. not, you're not doing your yeah. job. If I'm, if I'm Jason Tatum, I'd be like, hey, uh, you do though. Like, if I'm Jason Tatum, I'd be like, hey, give, I swear to God, I'd be like, hey, what you going to do with it? Right. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> All right, bro. Her. I swear to Next game. Bro. He, he, if I'm tell, I swear to God. If I'm Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, we going to. All right, bruh. Yo, as soon, as soon as I come up the court, Marcus. All right, Marcus. <laughs> go get it. We need a bucket. All right, if, I, if we need a bucket, all right, Marcus, I'm going to take the ball out, give it to you. Get out the way. Go ahead. Do your thing. Go do your thing, bro. Yeah. Get your shots. Yeah. Since, since we ain't passing the ball enough to you, <laughs> since, you know what I mean? Since this is your squad. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like, bro, get the fuck out of here. Hey, man, look. Like, the, the more, I, like, as I watch the game and I think about Boston, right, we always knew they needed point guard help. That's why they brought Kyrie. That's why they got Kimball Walker. It's why when they let Kimball Walker walk, they made you the starter. Like, come on, bro. It, it's, it's so frustrating, like, when he said that. Because it's just like, I watched that game, dude. What are you doing? Like, defensively, first of all, you're supposed, also, you're supposed to be the defensive guy. And you let, you know, Zach and, and DeMar get off in the fourth quarter. So, I, where was you at? Where was you at? Like, like, like what, what was you doing, Mark? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I understand. If you, yeah, you two and five, you frustrated, right? Yeah, I, understand. I, get, I get it. That. I get that, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 you've been on two or three teams that have who have advanced pretty far in the playoffs, and now you're, you're, you're you, you see. That dwindling, right? Yeah. That vision of that, that you had yeah, a couple that, years ago. That, that window of championship is really narrow right now. Yeah. And you're first, and I get that. But at the same time, it's like, it's like, dude, that's that's not how you go about it, right? And that lets me know that a, he's not the he's he he's he's not because you can't be a leader and you come out and do that, no, right? No, Cause especially because and now the Celtics gonna have a problem now because and Jalen Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are, are are mature dudes. They're not gonna come they're not, out. And they're do not gonna something. do something like that. They're probably no. gonna be like, yeah, you know what? We probably could have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if I'm if I'm Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I'm pissed. Yeah. Like you pretty much just threw us under the bus. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we're gonna get the blame for the loss anyway. Because right. it ain't going to you. Right. No one's gonna be like, you know what? Marcus Smart could have played better. Marcus Smart lost the game. You know what I mean? Like, no, nah, bro, like we we gonna get the blame for that anyway. We don't need you. You know what I'm saying? Like right. now, if you wanna if you wanna come if you if we in a film, if you wanna come to us and be like, hey, in this situation you gotta pass it, in this situation, stuff like that, all right, cool. But don't go to the podium. And do that. And do that. It's, it's, especially when your game isn't at the level where you have the clout to do that. Right. Because, again, 
What you gonna do with it, Marcus? Right. Like I'm telling you, bro. Next game, I'm man. If if if, if I'm a what's a Jiwi, mm-hmm. I, I I butchered his name. If I'm the coach, I'm like, all right, Marcus. Oh, uh, Uduko. Uh, yeah. Ime Uduko. Ime Uduko. If if Ime. I'm Ime, got me along, boy. If, if I'm Ime, like, all right, Marcus, we're gonna call your number today. Yeah. Now, Jason, Jalen, take a couple plays off. Russell Screes, Russell Screes. Yes. Marcus, it's your number. Let's go. Cause. You know, you know, you know how petty I be. I be Kobe petty. So people, people don't know what I'm talking about. It was 2007, no six, six. It was 2006. He was on the Lakers. They were playing the Phoenix Suns. I believe it was a closeout game. The Lakers up three one. Phoenix rolled all the way back. Um, this is the Nash era Suns. Nash, yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Although Sotomayor was hurting this series. It's a, it's a Kobe hit like a buzzer beater in yeah, this series. It's yeah. that series. Kobe got a lot of flat. For not passing the ball enough. I remember that. So yep. What this what this petty motherfucker do? <laughs> I think Kobe took like one shot in the first half of yeah. like game seven. I remember that. I do something like that. I right, bet. Marcus. Bet. Like what we halftime of the next game? Uh Jason Tatum. What's he from the field? Oh, he's one for two. Uh, what about Jalen Brown? Oh, he's one for three. What about Marcus Smart? Uh he's one for twenty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, Marcus Smart, hey, look, hey. I think we've learned a valuable lesson here tonight. Right. Hey, we, we passed the ball. What happened? What happened? We, <laughs> you you wanted it. It's your time. You said we had to be better facilitators. I was facilitating. Yeah, hey, I got, hey. Hey, you know, I swear to God I'd do it if I was there. Yeah. Marcus Smart. Bro. Like, who, he just like, Bruce, he might be just like Bruce, uh, Bruce Brown from last year. Take that ill advice. Right. <laughs> it's Bruce Brown time. Since when? <laughs> like, Marcus no, Smart. Bro. No, it ain't. Not no, this not. team and that. Not. Nah, no, bro. bro. I pass the ball to Jalen Brown. I, honestly, what, that, I pass it to what, what that proved to me right there was that Marcus Smart cannot be their starting point guard. I, I didn't like him as a starting point guard. I didn't like it, but this, this kind of proves it to He's me He's right an now. off guard. Yeah. He's that's a, that's his role. I like yeah. him on the team because I like his attitude. Yeah. He's a defensive guy. He's not scared. I like that. But not as a starting point guard, what they have desperately been missing yep. their entire tenure. Yep. Like the best, honestly, the best time, the best they've ever played with a starting point guard. Believe it or not, is when they had Scary Terry. Yep. Not Terry Rozier. Yep. That's the best point guard they had in that era. Now, obviously, he wasn't the best point guard they had in no. that era. Um, but as far as the guy that they played well with, yeah, it was um. It was Terry Rozier. But, yeah, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, bro. Marcus, Marcus Smart. Yeah, Marcus Smart. Pass the ball. Yeah, bro, to him. I mean, back. Yep. <laughs> and if I pass the ball to you, it's, to re- it's for me it's, to recollect myself. It's to reset the set so you can give it back to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not to, like, get you the ball and then me get out the way. Like, Marcus Smart type of dude who, like, who like you give him the ball and he starts waving people off. Yeah, you're like, no, 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 no. No, I so What? You? Like, bro, like, they already played off you. You know what right. I'm saying? To me, ISO. Hit the shot. Like, <laughs> uh, anyway, we're we going to stay on um, NBA. So, Scottie Pippen. Yeah. Um. So, Scottie Pippen has been on a hell of a last couple of years. Whew, he's on um, a tear right now. And com- that ever since the last dance has came out, he has been pissed. And I don't blame him. I don't either. So, last dance comes out. Right, last year during a, during um, the, the pandemic. United States pandemic, entertained us all. We all loved it. Um, but the one person who, if you had to pick somebody who did not come, there were two people who did not come off as well. Well, three people. Yeah, three. There are three people who did not come off as well during 
the viewings of the last dance. Yep. Scotty Pippen, yep. uh, Jerry Krause, yep. and Jerry Reinsdorf. Yep. Right. Jerry Reinsdorf owns the Bulls, so he don't give a damn. He's a billionaire. Right. I could care less. He don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't. Jerry <laughs> Krause is dead. Yep. So there's only one person who could really feel the effects of it, right? And that was Scottie Pippen. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And between the headache thing that happened, you know, and saying he was too soft during when they were trying to go through the Pistons. Yeah. Him not going into the game because he wouldn't take the last shot. Yep. Yep. And then, obviously, uh, the whole contract thing, him, you know, signing a bad deal and then refusing to play and delaying surgery and all that kind of stuff. A lot of people, he just, he came off as a lot of stuff that people didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And also, Scottie Pippen has always gotten a lot of um, his. He hasn't been the most well-liked. Yeah, or unfair. Like people, his career. Yeah. People always yeah. call him like, like he's like Jordan's lackey. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, he, uh, he he's he's gotten a lot of flack. Yeah, ever since. I remember one time before this even came out, I was watching NBA Open Court, which I wish I would bring back how they used to, but I, I know they can't. But NBA Open Court a couple years, like a couple years ago, I was like in high school, I think maybe or or 2014, whatever. And they, or, and they was naming the best guys from the 90s. Yeah, and they say you have to name a guy from each position, and these dudes. Scotty Pippen to me was the obvious 90 slam dunk yeah. small four. I didn't yeah. think it was like a I, lot of high th- There's not a lot of like of a caliber of small forward. Yeah. Like you could argue that, that Scotty's kind of the mold for what small forwards became. Yeah. Going forward. And and like the guys on that panel, specifically uh Isaiah Thomas was like, oh no, they picked Grant Hill. I'm like, no. no. But but it let me know how guys viewed him. Yeah. Right, yep. and he knows that. Yep. He always just felt slighted, and we all and we all know that feeling, right? When you don't feel like you get your just due, yep. you don't feel like you you get your flowers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I can make a case that Scottie Pippen has never gotten his. He hasn't. Between this, I mean, think about it. His 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 uh his girl future yeah. and all that kind of stuff. The Gucci flip. That's a classic line. That forever will be synonymous with Scottie Pippen. You yep. know what I'm saying? So. You've always been a butt of jokes. Y'all have been really cool, even though you've been, even though you're probably, arguably, a top five defender of all time. No, he is. Scotty Pippen's yeah. a top five defender of all time. Yep. Top two, three perimeter defender of all time. It's like yep. him, Kawhi, yep. um, Gary Payton. It's a small, small. He, he was a great two way player. Jordan, Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Small list. You know what I'm saying? Um, so now the last dance comes out, and then he's been on the tear. He called Phil Jackson yep. racist. Yep. And now um, he's pretty much he didn't like he's he's going at Jordan or whatever. Their relationship has pretty much been sour. So give me your thoughts on on, on, on Scotty. Um, thirty three himself. I don't blame him. Like he's had he's fed up. Like you you seen the Joker, mm-hmm. uh, the, the new one, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. He's on his Joker moment. He don't yeah. care anymore. Yeah. He coming for everybody's head, and I don't blame he's him. He's on his Kwame Brown moments. What are you on? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He, and I don't blame him. He's not gotten respected as one of the better '90s players that he was. You can make the argument that Jordan does not win without Scotty. He doesn't. You can make that argument. He doesn't. So, like, I don't, I don't feel like why people always felt like, oh, it was always Jordan. Like, yo, Jordan was great, but he needed another All Star, and that was Scotty Pippen. It wasn't Dennis. They brought Dennis on for a specific reason. It wasn't Steve Kerr. It wasn't some of the guys from that first championship run. Horace Grant, B.J. Armstrong, John Paxson. Yeah, it was Scotty. Like that, that, that was the dude that you needed for Phil Jackson's system to work. Mm-hmm. That you did. He was our point forward. Yeah, like there was no like I don't get why people why NBA players view him in a certain. way. I don't know what he did to piss off the NBA community. I really don't. He did something. He did something. He he must got pictures on somebody. I don't know. 
he pissed off the MMA community and they have not let it go. And now he's he's fed up and I don't blame him. And me too, because it's like, you, you, you look at the last dance and, you just, and it's like, okay, if I'm Scotty, like, you, I, I think Scotty, like me, we, I think he had it. Because I don't think he got to see, like, the final cut of it. No. Because I think if he did, he would have asked for some things to be tweaked or whatever. Yeah. Or he would have jumped ahead of the gun and, and got to let his feelings be known. Yeah. Um, but I think Scotty, uh, I think he thought it was, it was just going to be a chronicle of that last season. Yeah. Right. And, and it's, it's going to be strictly probably basketball related. Yeah. How the team was and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I don't think he was expecting to get as in depth and go as far back as they did on him. Yeah. And, and, and I think that he was upset that they highlighted all the bad stuff, but they didn't highlight all the good stuff as well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, how important his defense to Maddie Johnson was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wish he would, I, I feel like he would have let that up more. Or they talked about me not going into the game, but they also didn't talk about how I was an MVP candidate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That season. That season, like, 94. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like they didn't... I did a lot of more good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like yeah. where was all this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, why didn't... And, it, and it's been that way from the jump. That's the other part that I don't get. Yeah. It's kind of been that way since he got drafted by the Bulls. Yeah. Like, no one's ever respected him. Yes. And that's my problem. What did Rodney Dangerfield say? I get no respect at all. That's how he feels. That's how he feels. You know? And when you feel disrespected, you know, you're going to lash out. Cause yeah. Because you only can push a man so far. Right. Before he breaks. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a damn anymore. No, he's and, done. And there's a possibility he's going through some stuff in his personal life that, that we don't know about that's that's exacerbating this to a 10th degree. But still, I don't blame you don't him. Can, you don't can push him right. You don't, can I don't push blame him so him. far. I, I, they need to start putting respect on his name. For sure. He's he's when you talk about top 75, top 50, he's cleanly in it. Yep. I ain't taking him off. No. That's for damn sure. Um and one more thing I'm gonna cover. And this is a different topic. Now, it's not really a sports topic. It's more of a black culture topic. But it came from a sports came figure. From a sports person. So, uh, I'm going to let Bryce pull up the tweet yeah. um, by, by Jalen Rose. Let me know. Uh, You've got it right here. The ESPN personality, former former uh, Fab Five Five member, former Six Man of the Year. Yeah, I'm so a crew player. I'm sorry. Pacers. His tweet just reads, I wish our culture had to be purchased. Now, some people might take that a weird way, but I think what he's talking about is culture vultures, you know, for the most part, when you look back at culture in the United States, especially basketball culture, that stuff just got, it gets ate up, mm-hmm. you know, the Jordans, you know, baggy clothes, you know, the hip hop culture, like all of that came from the black community and other cultures eat it up. You know, they, they, they emulate what we do because we're cool, apparently. Don't know how that happened. Okay. Anyway, um, I don't know how it happens, but it does. We're just—it seems like black culture is always in vogue. So, when I so to me, somebody somebody said something a while back, and I think it's true. Is what's the difference between American culture and black culture? Because you can make an argument. Same that thing. Pop culture, American culture. It's our culture. Yeah. Right? 
it goes all the way back to jazz. Right. Jazz, R&B, blues, you know what I'm saying? Soul music, gospel music, you know what I mean? Like that that country, there's no country, how country music is now. I know people like to try to give it to Hank Williams or whatever. It the south, like that, the country yeah. music, that came from us, you right. know what I'm saying? So even that aspect of American culture comes right. from black culture, right? So again, you can make a case is American culture, is pop culture, is that black culture? You can say it is, yeah. right? The number one genre right now, what is it? It's hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Before right, that. Right now, me and Bryce, tomorrow, are going to, not tomorrow, but the, on Friday, we go to Houston tomorrow, but Friday we go to the festival, we're going to see a ton of people from a ton of different races because they can be dressed just like us. Yep. Going to be wearing, you know, vintage tees, box tees, you know what I'm saying? Going to be wearing jerseys. Yep. I mean, wearing Jordans, you know what I'm saying? You think they just, you think they got that from Sally? You, no. you know what I mean? You think they got that from, from Brad Pitt that came Tom from, Cruise? That, that came, you know what I'm saying? that came straight out the hood. Yeah. And my, 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 my dad always jokes about how things like Dickies and Tim's used to be the, like the poor man's like clothing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, Dickies and Dungarees are are in vogue all of a sudden mm-hmm. like they that they wore that because that's all they had right they couldn't buy the name brand stuff but once a, once a black artist comes up and they're wearing the stuff that they used to wear back when they didn't have money all of a sudden that's in vogue yeah and it's no different than even on social media right remember there was an uproar this year about um black tiktok creators yeah. not getting their just due you know you, you know they'll, they, they'll make a dance and then one of these white creators will take it and run with it, and then they get a million views and, and, and sponsors. And, and off that. that goes to what Jalen Rose was talking about, where it's like has to be purchased. Where yeah. you can't just take what I did mm-hmm. and just run with it. Like yeah. now, like I, I'm the originator of this. You're gonna have to pay me yeah. some sort of royalty or something because I made that. Right. You didn't make that. Yeah, you're getting famous off it, but you didn't make it for sure. Like when it comes to music, when it comes to fashion, right? When it comes to uh, movies, when it comes to television, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like. We're all like somebody made another good point. I'm a huge Friends fan. Yeah, but before Friends, living single. single, right? Now I'm one of those people who be like, living single is not funnier than Friends. But one came. There is no you can make an argument. There is no Friends without living single. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I, I there there's there's that, and and I, I think our culture gets raped, gets pillaged. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what I'm afraid of, right, with hip hop being the in the forefront of it is, I'm afraid that it it what's gonna happen to hip hop is gonna ha- what happen what's going to happen to hip hop is what's gonna is what happened to like punk, yeah, in that it became in vogue, it became cool to dress, you know what I'm saying? You see bands like The Cure, yeah, people now you now now it was weird when when like the the late seventies, you know, Sex yeah. Pistols and you know the germs. Yeah. And it's cool. It's weird when they did it. They were they were getting beat up at school when they did it. Right. The Cure, you know, who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and rightfully so. When they started dressing, wearing black eyeliner and all that kind of stuff. Now, the, now the popular now it's cool. Right. Right. Until it's not cool. Now it's weird and strange. Yeah. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell people all the time, look at the time, look at look at punk rock music late '70s. Look at the Cure in the '80s, and there was a movie in the '90s called The Craft that came out. Yep, I remember that. Those girls were dressed just like those people, The yep. Cure, but they were outcasts in the movie. Yep. You see how fast that happened? They yep. threw it, they took it, they liked it, they made money off of it, and then now it's not popping anymore. They throw it out. Yep. And the only difference between that is black people were resilient. Yeah, we're, ne- we're never gonna let go of hip hop. 
you know, not even that. We're resilient as far as we're we're the new. Yeah, true. We're the cool, right? So yep. you can't you can't throw us out. You nope. need us. You do. You know what I'm saying? It's true. It's 100 percent true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you don't get a majority of of American culture from at least the 30s to now originated with black culture first. Yeah. Like a majority of it. Yeah. Like all the things that became cool started in the black community. No doubt. And you well, yes, I, I think it is. I think it's high time that the black community owns more and that we help each other out when it comes to like calling out when our like when our culture is being just obliterated and just taken advantage of. It's it's, it's high time that the black community is like, no, you can't just have that. Yeah. Like, it, how, how we how we still defend the N word. We do that for other things where it's like, mm, that's not for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's funny that you mention that because right now, honestly, during this conversation, I just changed my mind on uh, a topic that got brought up a couple on social media like a couple weeks ago involving. So there's a show called Insecure by Israel on HBO. Yeah. Um, and in the show, one of the characters, Tiffany, who's played by Amanda Seals, is an AKA. Yeah. Right. Now, AKA, obviously, that's a it's a. That's a sorority. That's a historic sorority. Yeah, black sorority. You know what I'm saying? Anybody could join it. Technically, anybody, anybody. I don't think anybody knows this. You can be any race and join any any type of fraternity yeah. sorority. You can be white, black, whatever. But it's mainly black women that yep. are in it. Um, and uh, and there's but there's no but it's a race. It's in no way actually affiliated with yeah. them. Yeah. Right. So now the AK organization is reaching, is trying to see if they can get something as far as like not having them just use that. Right. That's fair. But that's fair. That's I think all, that's fair. You know like, what I'm saying? Like. Not just gonna take that. You can't just you can't just have it. Yeah. You can't just have it. Right. Because that's 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 uh, it's historic for us, right? right? For the AKAs, for the alphas, that's ours. Yeah. You can't just you can't just have it mm-hmm. without having somebody affiliated with it. Right. Like I I do agree on that front. Mm-hmm. And and it and also got me thinking about something else. I uh anybody who watched Vlad TV. Um, you, you would know who Lord Jamar yeah, is. Yep. And when I was in high school, Lord Jamar had a controversial thing he said about Eminem. He said Eminem is a guest in the house of hip hop. I agree. And at the time, I was like, "What? It, 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 Eminem? We need him more than you." You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if you give me like who 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 am I sacrificing to the hip hop guys? Like who yeah, I can I never? Would, I would sacrifice Lord yeah, Jamar. Yeah, I'm not giving up like but Stan and you know what I mean. He does make a point. But he makes a good point. And I and now the older I get, I get what he's talking about. Yeah. Right? Hip hop is ours. Yes. Like we automatically well, get a the, passage the, to same, the house. Same with you. Said. I know a white woman who is a Delta, mm-hmm. but she's a guest. Yes. We do. Yes. Come in. Enjoy the space. Enjoy the camaraderie. Understand that this is historic for us. Yeah. This means a lot more to us. Right. Than it will ever mean to you. Right. And that's all. That's all. I think that's what we want people to understand is that this means a lot to us. Mm-hmm. Hip hop means a lot to the black community because it was a new form of music. Right. It was DJing that had never been done before. Mm-hmm. You know, it was guys taking their old their parents' records and flipping them and making these dope beats. Yeah. That goes back for years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's important to us. Yeah. So if you, as long as you understand that importance, we're cool. Yeah. Don't just take it though. Right. And make money off of it and profit off of it. Because I mean, yeah, you can make an argument with that. Um, that it's 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 like hip hop is almost pop music now. 
You could. And then you could. And now it's it's so it's and it's getting it's gonna get it's getting watered down, and it, and it's gonna get to a point where it's gonna become almost unrecognizable. True. You know, and that's the scary part. And I think that's what Jalen Rose is like. Hey, we do need to start putting. You need to pay a price. Yeah. For like taking it. Like yeah. you want you want all right, cool. How much you how much you you know what I'm saying? Right. It's almost like, you know, and we know what the biggest way we should actually turn that into is our vote. Yeah. Right? You want you want the black vote? You want us to vote for you and put you in office? Yeah, protect our culture. Not even that. What's the we need a we need a price now. Yeah. How much what you bring to the table? What can yeah. you do for us? How much? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No more just all right, here's because we, we, we just be giving shit away. That's we true. Just, our, our whole culture literally has just been a, a yard sale. It has been. Yes. It's been a hundred, four, three hundred, you know, yard sale. Yep. Come, but it, but instead of there being price, it just takes free. It is free for all. Yeah. yeah. Come and take it. Come and take it. At free. some point, we need to put up gates up to it, put some guards like, all right, how much you got? Yep. Give me the loot. What Biggie Smalls? Give me the loot. Give me the loot. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know it's normally off, a little off topic as far as like our sports stuff, but I thought that was important that we talk about that. Um, and I'm going to transition to the NFL. Yeah. Um, big story that happened uh, last couple of days. Um, Henry Ruggs, the third, the former. Former Raider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what, if, you, if you haven't read it, you need to go to see what he did because mm-hmm. it was dangerous. Yeah. He had over twice, two times the amount of blood alcohol that you are allowed to have. They're going 165 miles an hour. The fact that he's not dead surprises me because mm-hmm. he should be dead. Mm-hmm. Now, it's also unfortunate that he's got to live through this now. Yeah. He made one of the biggest mistakes you could ever make. You're driving under the influence and you killed somebody. Yeah. There's no excuse for that. At all. And obviously, like I stated, he got released yep. by the Raiders. Um, and he's being charged with DOI, resulting in a death, which can face up uh, years of two to 20 years mm-hmm. um, in prison. Um, his lawyers already came out and said that, you know, wait till the facts come out, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's pretty point clear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? facts. Facts are facts. You 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 were driving while under the influence. Mm-hmm. They did they did the test. That's that's out there now. And you got to live with that. I I talk about so much in my life about mitigating risk. Risk. Yep. Right. Don't take. There's no point in there. There's no point in in enhancing risk. Yep. Right. It's in between like. Like quitting a job and just going after your life, your dream—that's different, yeah. right? The, I'm talking about dumb risk, unnecessary. Eliminate yep. and mitigate unnecessary risk, right? Yep. You're Henry Ruggs. Y'all with your female friend. You got money. Uber, my dude. You you have enough money to have a driver. Yes. You want to go out? First of all, what the hell are you doing out in Vegas at 3 a.m.? On a what? What was that? A Tuesday? Tuesday. On a month? What you doing? You should be at home first right. of all. You, you got you got a film to watch, bro. Yeah. <laughs> why, why are you even out? You know what I'm saying? Like what? Like what? You know what I'm saying? What you doing? Yeah. Like first of all, he's. I don't think he realizes because this is what might happen. Yep. He pl- he's an NFL player. Is he gonna get twenty years? No, Probably not. No, he won't get that. He gonna get some years. Yeah, Plexico Burris years, two to three years. Yeah, two. He gonna say he gonna start some time. His NFL career might be over. It yeah. Like it may be done. Like he he may be a poster child for like like 
Throwing your career away. Throwing your career away. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, had, he was actually having a pretty good season. He was trying yeah. to finally connect with Derek Carr or whatever. And it's just like, wow. And I said, condolence to the family because that sucks. Yeah. Someone like, like I, I could never imagine accidentally killing somebody. Yeah. Because that, that's, that's, that's selfish. Like, all of my actions led up to somebody dying, and all of my actions are the reason why somebody's dead. And there's nothing I can do to take that back. That was selfish on my part. And it, it just, it, and, and it's, like I said, and it has me thinking, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you know he's, blo- he's a brother, you yep. know what I mean? He's black. And I'm like, you see these, you, you want all these guys to succeed, right? Because yep. you know what they come from. You know, you know what I mean? It took a lot for them to get there. Their family sacrificed a lot for them to get there. They sacrificed a lot to get there. A lot of time, sweat, and blood, and tears, you know? And for him to just throw it throw all it away. Throw it away, yeah, man. You know? That's... And and also, you talk about selfish. That was He had a passenger, too. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you going that fast, you know, you could have took her life as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, just dumb. It's, it's, it's dumb. We've gone over it a couple times on the podcast, which is brothers who do dumb stuff mm-hmm. and it's often they're so young when they do it yeah where it's just like you gotta you gotta have somebody who if you're not gonna think you have somebody around who is going to think yeah if you're not gonna be the thinker someone who's like all right maybe i shouldn't do that maybe i shouldn't do this right yeah you know, I, I need to make smarter decisions if you're not gonna do that you need somebody around you at all times ready to think for you in those regards yeah just so you know because I'm not saying he's dumb, but you're not thinking. You're not thinking of consequences. You're not thinking of the things that could go wrong. Yeah. You need somebody else who's going to do that then. It's like, you know what? Nah, bro. I'll call you an Uber. Nah, man. Like, let me get you an Uber. Mm-hmm. You, 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 girl, you just sit down. I'll drive your car, but I'm going to get you an Uber. Yeah. Like, you need somebody who's going to do that for you if you can't think that way. Right. Just... It, at the end of the day, it was preventable. It was. It was. It was. It was, it was and now someone's gone that probably had no business. Not, you know what I mean? They should yeah. be here. And because you, you know, you had too many, too, a few too many on a t- Monday or a Tuesday, because you went up on a Tuesday, you know what I'm saying? Now, you know, you, you're going to Your life up, is ruined. Your life is ruined. You know, either. You've ruined a family's life mm-hmm. and yours is ruined. Right. Like, think about that. And possibly in your family's future, right? Yeah. You were supposed to start the generational wealth. You, you right. were supposed to kick that into high gear. Now, not anymore. Um, this sad. It's very unfortunate. It's, it's once again mitigate risk. Always think. Always think. Yeah. About what could go wrong if I did something this bad. Right. And plus, drinking and driving, like you know, it don't take a rocket science. Like you, you should, you know, they've been, you know, about that when you're young. Like Yo, you know yeah, we, I, I went through enough dare classes to know. One, mm-hmm. if I'm going to drink. The last thing I should do is be drunk yeah. and start to try to drive. Yep. I need to sit on the sidewalk and sober up Yep. before I go anywhere. Um, and speaking of more unfortunate news, King Henry. Yeah. Derrick Henry um, for the Tennessee Titans, who are at the top of the AFC uh, South. South. Uh, that's a putrid division anyway, yeah. but they are. Um is out it would have would have injured foot is it broken have they officially came out and said it's a broken I foot it's, yeah it's broken metatarsals mm-hmm. so that's like all the little bones in yeah. your foot 
They say he's out like it definitely or six to eight weeks or something like that. As far as I'm concerned, unless they make the Super Bowl, we're not gonna see Derrick Henry, and you know for the remainder of the season. Yeah. Um, and it sucks because the Titans were starting to kind of they were they were going yeah, upward. The, the, the Titans were my sleeper uh, in a AFC Championship pick. Mm-hmm. If 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 all things kind of worked in their favor, I could have seen them just because of how, of how top heavy the division is. If all things worked in their favor, I could have seen them making it to the AFC Championship. Yeah. And now, if you think about this, right, with with the Titans, because it would not, I'll be honest with you, it would not surprise me if the Titans fall off a cliff. It wouldn't. It would not surprise me if they. Because you're going to have to ask Ryan Tannehill to throw more than he's ever thrown mm-hmm. to guys that he's kind of getting a feel for in, like, uh, Julio Jones, mm-hmm. and he's always had an okay connection with A.J. Brown, but has always been in, like, clutch time. Yeah. Never, like, consistently throughout a game where it's, like, boom, boom, boom. So they're going to have to, like, revamp their passing game to make sure that they can succeed. Now, they did pick up Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Um, whatever's left of him. But what what his injury does, because, like I said, it would not surprise me if the Titans fall off the cliff. It wouldn't surprise me if it opens the door for, like, a Chiefs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, if the Chiefs go the five, Colts could, could, if, if, could now, if, the, if the Chiefs and Colts go five hundred, like that opens the door for them. Yeah, like the, the Chiefs could make a wild card if, if Patriots too. Patriots, yep. It's a lot of teams who are near the bottom of the division right now. Mm-hmm. Who if they just have a decent season and the Titans fall off just because their game is 100 percent reliant yeah. on Derrick Henry smashing people in the face. Mm-hmm. It's a very it's sticky situation right now. And also, now, for one team that probably is, like, okay, cool, or not. I mean, obviously, you don't want to be hurt, but, like, they're, they're oh, the Colts. The Colts, the Colts now, are the happiest Besides right the Colts, um, who now, that loss to the Titans looks even bad now. Because now it's like, wow, you, you could have won that. And that could have launched, launched yep. past you because they, they could probably fall off a cliff. Is the Bills. Now, if I'm the yeah. Bills. Yeah, oh, we're, we're happy. The AFC is running through Buffalo during the playoff. We're happy. Tennessee possibly could have been a. Uh, uh, Maybe. If they would have had kept Henry and, you yeah. know, they, they've lost one more or two games. They, they, they've still been like, what, 13 and four or whatever. Yeah. Like, but we now are in the driver's seat to have home. Because remember, only one team can have yep. it. That could be us now. So from yep. Buffalo, it's really time to hit the gas now. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Um, but speaking of more injuries, uh, Michael Thomas. Yeah. The artist formerly known as Michael Thomas. The saint formerly known as Michael <laughs> Thomas. He's out for the season. Um. That same ankle injury that's been that, that he had surgery on in the off season, uh, is still had a setback. Now he's gone. And uh my first question to you about Michael Thomas, I'm gonna ask you a few. Okay. First question is, do you think Michael Thomas will ever play for the Saints again? No. And if no Well, I don't know right now. I'm gonna say I'm I don't know because of the nature of the injury. Because mm-hmm. right now we haven't seen Michael Thomas play in two years. Mm-hmm. And he played a couple games last year, but it, for the most part Full in a full season, about two seasons. Yeah, about two seasons. We haven't really seen him at his fullest. Mm-hmm. And if he goes somewhere else, he might get lowballed, just because of the nature of the injury. Right. The Saints still might. He's on the contract. He's on. Yeah, he's on the contract. But right now, like his value is so low, I don't know if he would one want to go somewhere where he's gonna be on a team that probably sucks just because that's where his value might be right now. Mm-hmm. We all know he's good, but we don't know. He's in a Clay Thompson right now where it's like, we really don't know what he's going to be right. after he recovers. 
how long it's going to take for him to get back to what he is. So I think his best option right now is to stay with the Saints, try to feel out, you know, getting back into football shape, basically. Because mm-hmm. going somewhere else right now, I don't know if that's in the cards. So when it comes to the Saints, let me ask you a couple more questions. When it comes to the Saints, I learned a couple more things when I was reading to the situation, like doing some research. Is so the ankle injury he had, right? Apparently, from most doctors, stated when it comes to your ankle, should you rehab it? Eh, for the most part, get surgery on it right away. Yeah. Because I guess the the ligaments or whatever that's down there, or this is, it's easier to get like to get it, I guess, fully again or easy to recover from it when you get surgery right away. But he waited. Mm. Right, he had the injury. Let's just say around December time. I don't know. Yeah, and he didn't get surgery till like June or July, something like that. He was on his feet that whole time. Right, and he's rehabbing it, but whatever that car, whatever that ligament down there was getting like weaker or something something like that. Mm. I'm not a doctor; I can't explain it that well. But now, to the point where by the time he did get the surgery, whatever they did to it. The chance, of it, the chance of it being reaggravated was high because he waited so long to get it in the first place. Got it. So it's kind of, so it's kind of like an ACL where mm-hmm. tear your ACL, you get the surgery, and you then rehab. Yeah. Whereas it's just better to get it, get the surgery, and however long you're out, you're out. Yeah. But it will heal better. Right. Than if you wait forever to get that surgery. Yes. Um. So now, if you're, cause I'm, cause my, 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 my thing is, I'm trying to figure out how the Saints got here, right? Yeah, you pay Michael Thomas the contract, and then within like the last seven eight months, like their their relationship has just gone to hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my next question to you is: Do you think this is a who who is more to blame in the situation right now? Is it Michael Thomas? Do you think or you think the Saints? Because I, I don't even know who to believe anymore. Who right. the decision was to delay the surgery? Yeah, see that, that that that's my I I don't know. Who was advising Michael Thomas? If it, if it was the Saints mm-hmm. saying, well, we kind of do need you. We're trying to make big moves. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to get to the Super Bowl again. Drew Brees last year, blah, 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 blah. And that convinced him to not get the surgery. Mm-hmm. That's the Saints' fault. Yeah. If Michael Thomas just didn't want to get the surgery, that's his fault. Right. Like when when he was advised to by yeah. the doctors, that's his fault. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Because Keyshawn Johnson, who's related to him, came on television today and was like, it was the Saints. Okay. There was the one who said, let's rehab and let's see where we are. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, it's kind of funny. I, I don't know. It, it's just, it, this situation is kind of dicey. It's weird. It is. It is. It's weird because, and also you can make a case is, do you think Michael Thomas wants to even come back and, and play for the Saints, right? He looks up. She, there's no Drew Brees. The second best quarterback, James it, Winston, just got gone. knocked out yep. this season. Taysom Hill's hurt. Like, do I want to come back and play for this team? No. You I mean, know? if I'm Michael Thomas, no. I, I, I saw the writing on the wall when Drew Brees, you know, couldn't throw the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. Um, then the injury happened. And maybe my mind was already kind of drifting. I'm like, dang, man. Right. Drew going to retire. I'm already hurt. I have no idea what the future of this organization is going to look like. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't blame him for, for, for thinking that way. Mm-hmm. Especially when it, when it just started being obvious that Drew Brees is going to leave. Yeah. Now, when when Demas Winston came on and you started winning, maybe it was like, ah, maybe I could stay. Now he's hurt, and it's like, well, shit. Yeah. I don't know anymore. Right. Like, if I'm Michael Thomas, I'm leaving. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I, I just I don't know if I have a future with the Saints right now. Plus, I really got to focus on getting just back on the football field. Yeah. And 
this is why I always tell a lot of, like, I'm always telling players, right, is you know your body better than anybody. Right. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you don't feel right, don't don't, don't feel right, right? Don't sacrifice your future. Because these teams don't care. They, they say don't. they care, but they don't, right? They can't. Right. Don't it don't matter if you you come off as selfish. I'd rather be selfish, healthy and rich. Right. Then then broke and and my body's broke down yeah, too. Yeah, and I'm a team player. Woohoo, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know what I mean? Screw that. Like like now my everybody looking at Michael Thomas sideways because this situation is weird. You got hurt during this time period. Yeah. This much chunk of time passed. You finally decide to get the surgery and now you have an even more setback and you're supposed to come back by now. It looks funny. It does look funny. And now everybody looking at you funny. Yeah. Right? Because everybody's taking, not taking his side. He's getting right. villainized. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it just looks, because the same thing came out and said nothing. Nope. And he ain't came out and said nothing. Nope. Right? So now, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, he said, she it's said. A lot, it's a lot of speculation. Right. Which is dangerous more for Michael Thomas and not for the Saints. Right. Because it doesn't matter how many people you have on your team saying the Saints told me mm-hmm. to not get the surgery. They're never going to admit that. Yeah. They will never admit that. Right. Why would they do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we, we, yeah, it was us. We, we told them. Because that makes no logical sense. Right. Yeah. And plus, I personally, this is me personally, don't believe an organization who's invested $100 million in you told you to wait. That's Yeah, that's the other part, too. You know if, if, I, if I got a guy who I just gave a big contract to and he just hurt his foot, I'm, so, well, that's a wrap for you. Um... There's nothing we can do about it. You need to get the surgery, and we'll hook. And you know, either you find a therapist, or we'll hook you up with one. Right. But you're done. And now, um, my next question to you is: is is should the Saints because Michael? Because the Saints probably knew Michael Thomas was going to be off for the season. Yeah. They probably knew it like, like the last week or so. And with what's going on with Odell Beckham Jr. and his struggles in Cleveland, his struggles to get on the same page yeah. with Baker Mayfield, do you feel like the Saints, with the roster they have? With their team still in contention, especially, you know, after beating the Bucks, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Do you think they should have made a move to take the Louisiana native Odell Beckham Jr. get him from um, Cleveland? Especially knowing that Michael Thomas is out and we don't have a deep threat at all. Yeah, might as well. Mm-hmm. Roll the dice. I mean, you're 5-2. and two. I think they're second in their division. Mm-hmm. Uh, might as well try. they're 4-2. They're 4-2? Yeah, they're 4-2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 4-2. You're right. It's 4-2. Uh, you're second in the division. Um, you don't know what your other quarterbacks gonna give you. Might as well give them a weapon mm-hmm. and see what you could do. Yeah, like like the the season isn't lost yet at all. So you might as well roll the dice. Mm-hmm. I, if I'm the Saints, I do make some kind of move. I think it's still the trade deadline just passed. It's already done. Yeah, yeah. If, if, but if I was the Saints, I would have made a move. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of moves got made anyway. Right. But I think that was one that that if you already knew that Michael Thomas wasn't coming back, mm-hmm. and you might not have him. Soon, anyway, mm-hmm. might as well trade him. And so, what? So, because, like I said, with 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 Odell and the struggles happening in Cleveland, what do you think should be the next move for both for Cleveland? And yeah, Odell? Uh, for Cleveland and Odell, I, the the sep- either you need a different quarterback who's going to connect with him, or you need to trade Odell for for value. Mm-hmm. Those are your only two options. And I don't think they're ready to get rid of Baker Mayfield just yet. Yeah, me neither. So, so Dell, he's got to go. Yeah. I'm um, surprised they didn't trade him. I'm surprised too. It's never – it. everyone it – kind, of, kind of like what I said with Zion where we all kind of knew that yeah. kind of from the beginning that there was problems. Nobody wanted to admit it because mm-hmm. the Browns did give up a lot for Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Um, it didn't work out for either team apparently. Right. 
But at this point, it's sucking cost fallacy. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you put all this money and effort into it, but it hasn't worked out. It's time to move on. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just keep pouring effort into something that's not working. That's true. Like, that, that's, that's just a fact of life. Yeah. You can't keep doing this with the Odell and Beck and, and Baker Mayfield just not connecting. Right. You, have a, you, you already have your number one receivers, basically. And Odell is not one of them. And he's not even getting looks from Baker. Get rid of him. Yeah. Just let him go. Because he even posted on Instagram, he gets, he posted a, a caption, but he took it down and deleted it right away. But, you know, people screenshot yeah. it anyway. He said that he guessed that, you know, guess this shit is not going to work out with Baker after all. So he's already checked out. Yeah. He's already, his dad has came out and all that kind of stuff and said some things. Like, they're done. They are. And and to me, if you're, if I'm on deck, because right now in this offseason, apparently there's no more, there's no more guaranteed money left on his contract. Um, this is a perfect time to get rid of him then. Uh, so most likely he's gonna get he would he would got he's gonna get released next year anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they save money by you know because he has a roster bonus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so to me, sometimes it's no one's fault. No. Right. Sometimes like it just didn't work. It's 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 the relationship where y'all kind of vibed, mm-hmm. and months go along and it's, you're just not feeling each other. Well, not even that. It's a relationship where you both like the idea of each other. True. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like I like the, I like you know what I'm saying. You're a fine girl. You know, you listen to this band or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like you're cool. Let's like let's see. They don't, they don't mean we actually got anything. Like we actually personality may not click, but I like the idea of you. Yeah. I think that's what happened with Adele, and and I think that's why we're all optimistic. Like we like the idea of. Dale and Cleveland. Cleveland's gonna come up. Yep. Bigger's, you know, they got a franchise quarterback. They got now they got a franchise receiver. They're gonna be heading in the right direction. Like let's see, like like this yeah. is gonna be. They're gonna take off. And now in twenty twenty one, sometimes you, sometimes it's no one's fault. Sometimes you gotta call a spade a spade. Yeah. But, but now we have reached a point where it's getting ugly. Now. Yeah. He's posted stuff. His dad's posted stuff, and their his relationship with Baker to me. Has it's got to be like non-existent? I'm assuming. I'm. I'm it's kind of like another Cleveland story. It's kind of like when when Kevin Love was up there in in Cleveland, mm-hmm. where we all knew there was chemistry issues. Yeah. Nobody wanted to admit it. Right. But we all knew that Kevin Love really didn't fit well. Mm-hmm. Because the same thing. We all liked the idea of Kevin Love in Cleveland, but in reality, didn't work. Didn't really work. Yeah. And Cleveland is now full sunken cost fallacy, mm-hmm. where they have to keep Kevin Love until he decides he wants to go. Right. It must be a Cleveland problem. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, <laughs> but now for the Cleveland Browns, you should have probably traded him that second year uh, or the year he got hurt where it's like, you know what? We're going to sit you down and we're going to look for a trade partner because I, we don't think it's going to work here. And I don't think he would have been mad either. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would have been upset. Um. So, yeah, so, you know, with, with it, I think Odell, this would this would this would have been one of the few times where I feel like I wouldn't have mind if Odell would have went to them and would just be like, hey. You got to trade me. Come on. Yeah. It's you not know. working. You know and I know it ain't working. The team is still good. Yeah, you, you, y'all don't need you me. You don't need me, clearly. Y- y'all, right. y'all made the playoffs without me last year. You know what I'm saying? I, we don't, we're not on the same page. I make I probably make him a worse quarterback because I'm out there. He felt he may feel pressured that I'm out there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Trade me, get something for me, get like a third rounder. You yeah, know what yo, I'm saying? Send me to freaking Atlanta. Yeah, or you something. Know what I'm they lost Julio. I can go down there. Right. Send me my. You know what I mean? Just 
Send me to a team where he gets some sharp. I, I would have. I wish. I would have been. I wish he would have been a more aggressive and kind of been like. Hey. Yeah, and, and and been professional about it. Just been like, you know what? Hey, like I love y'all here in Cleveland, but I don't think this is working out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I've got love for everybody on the team. Miles Garrett, Baker Mayfield, great dudes, but I don't think. I think the experiment of me here in Cleveland has run its course, and it's best for me to go. Mm-hmm. And if if he did that, none of the antics, none of the bullshit, just said, hey. I gotta go. Right. I th- I think everyone would have just felt better about it. Um. All right. So, but uh, yeah. So we'll we'll uh we'll uh one more thing. Um, a bit more emotional for me. Uh, Von Miller. Yep. Uh, Bryce mentioned a couple uh things ago that not many tra- not many moves made. That was one move that was made. Yep. Um, imagine waking up. You know. You, you know, you, you, you wake up in the morning, you open the blinds, you know what I'm saying? You eat your food, watch yep. your TV, whatever, because I got to work at noon, so I mean, nah. life is <laughs> I don't go to work right away. Um, and you get an alert, you know what I'm saying? Talking about your best player, your franchise player of the last 10 years, most important player outside of Peyton Manning of the Broncos of the last 10 years, gets traded to the Rams, the team that used to be in the city that you currently live in. Yep. Um, it hurts, but it sucks. The season's over. I mean, I oh, Von really wasn't doing much for us this year anyway, and he really he really doesn't kind of affect our trajectory. And we did get a second and third rounder for him. For, by the way, do the Rams? They must don't give a damn about the draft because they I don't give think away they do. picks. They give away picks all the time, all the time, like pokeballs. Like all right, here you, here you go. Know. You know what I'm saying? Like, Halloween candy. Yeah, like, all right, you want their whatever. We don't, you know. You full candy bars. I don't care. Yeah, um, they're they're all in. Yeah, they, they did cut Deshaun Jackson though. Um, I think he may be done as well. Oh yeah. If, if I'm Deshaun Jackson, I may look to go to like the Colts or something because he had a pretty good relationship. He had a pretty good rapport when he was healthy with Carson Wentz last year in Philly. Yeah. Five him, I look to go there. But uh, just one, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Shout out to Von Miller. Help help my hey, Broncos win ho- the Super Bowl. Hope, hope. I hope he has a good time out there in L.A. Yeah. Um, maybe he revitalizes his career because he was kind of just kind of stink- he was just stinking it up in yeah in he, was Denver. Just, he was just a name yeah he was just a name and in a, a, like a locker room presence you know what I'm saying yeah but maybe him being with on um, Aaron Donald yeah you know it helps helps get him some extra looks yeah get, free free him up a little bit um so I'm I'm hoping happy for him because you know he wasn't gonna do anything with us we weren't going anywhere fast now we're now with Teddy two gloves is our nope. quarterback um but that's all we have for you today. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Bryce FMHM Podcast. And I will do my best. No, no, I will. I definitely will be posting a lot of stuff at the festival and all that kind of things. Um, so look out for that. You can follow me on uh, Facebook at Bryce Oden, Bryce Glenn Tell him. Yep, see me on Twitter, Bruce Leroy. And remember, if you didn't hear it from the horse's mouth, don't listen to the ass I told you. And we out. Peace. Peace.